are listening to Ember Weekend, your weekend recap of all things Ember. This is episode 53. I'm Chase McCarthy. And I'm Jonathan Jackson, and we're here to keep you in the Ember Run Loop. We're broadcasting from Hash Rocket HQ, and this week's episode is titled Killer Queen for Days. Uh, yeah, and uh, I should I should note that the reason it's called Killer Queen for Days is because Killer Queen is the best game ever. Yeah, we, we totally played that for uh, like the whole night we were at the Dockyard event. Yeah. Uh, which we'll talk about, and then and then also went back the next day and scheduled like tweeted out for people to like show meet, you know meet us there. Yeah, there was a, there was quite a quite a turnout to that actually. Um, yeah, so uh, it, last week was EmberConf, um, so we're obviously going to mention that uh, EmberConf was amazing. It was amazing to talk to everybody, and I, honestly, I spent most of my time in the hallway track just trying to say hi to as many people as I could because uh, because there's so many people here that you know we don't get to interact with very often, and it was it was amazing. Um, a couple of things. Uh, obviously, Killer Queen was amazing. So uh, the f- the first night of the conference, so I believe it was Tuesday, there were two events. Uh, one was a dockyard event at, at Ground Control, uh, which we totally crashed. I may we may O'Brien a uh, a cover charge. We didn't have any beers, but uh, we didn't have tickets either. Uh, so that was kind of funny. We're gonna have to talk to Brian about that. But uh, that time that night, we played Killer Queen for like two hours. I I know I was like I was in the middle station for like. I don't know, forever. Um, that was super duper duper fun. Uh, so fun, in fact, that we, we came back the next day. Uh, and then uh, I think the that's the night before that, Monday night, there were drinks at Shift, which was an impromptu thing that Tracy put together in addition to the uh, the main event on Tuesday where everyone was sponsoring. And both of those went off really, really well. I think, um, I don't know, that was a really cool thing. So thanks, Tracy, for organizing that. Yeah, we met we met a bunch of new people at, at those events. You know, like uh, you tend to like sometimes at conferences bunch up and find the people you know. And those those little mixers were great to like completely meet you know people you've never talked to. And you know, in most of them have been to the conference the year before. You just you know might not have, never bumped into them, never had a reason to to say something. And um, you know, when you get in a situation like that where it's kind of like a loud room and you're just kind of bumping into people, uh, you end up just talking talking a lot more. I think. Yeah, I I really I really do enjoy those that that style of just like hey meet and greet and you say hi and you know it's it's a it's a really great way to start conversations and then and then the next day you you say hi to the same people you see at the conference you're like hey I saw you last night you know and that was yeah it was really cool like, nice nice icebreaker um, yeah both events were were amazing uh, yeah and I had a really good time uh, with that so that was that was super cool yeah and the the hallway track uh, uh was still amazing uh there was a whole room dedicated to it now like a quiet space which was great um because I, I don't know what it is about conferences but every now and then you get this this uh inclination to, to go work on some project um <laughs> and and grab somebody and be like hey i've been meaning to ask you a question can you come look at some code which which happened to us um and you know we you know you can kind of get separated from the the conference and just you know hang out with people that you usually don't get to see face to face um which is which is great because you know, I can I can watch the the talks recorded if I have to, um, but that the the face to faces are are very rare and only happen at conferences. Yeah, it was it was really wonderful to 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 go out to sneak out and work on problems with people, and I kept on picking everyone's brain about JSON API because I just really just started diving into it seriously um, a couple weeks ago. Uh, so that was really fun. I I think I I asked like people who who were like way past that JSON API. I was asking like Igor and uh, and Dan Gebhardt things about JSON API and they're just like, yeah, you just do this or whatever. And they, they are like, they know so much more. They were able to answer my question so succinctly. I was just like, oh man, I really should be reading this stuff before I uh, ask these people. But that was really, um, really wonderful. Uh, all in all, I, you know, 
Emberconf was was great. Thanks, Leah Silver, for putting all this stuff together. I know it's a ton of work. There was like a thousand people there, and it didn't feel like there was a thousand people there. So that's kind of amazing. Um, and it was great to meet everybody. So uh, this week, uh, Hashrocket is having its uh, its annual conference. It's called Ancient City Ruby, and one of the one of the cool things that that we get to do is uh, we have uh, our designers put together a really awesome. Uh, site uh, and usually it's it's thematically different each year uh, this year they went uh, pretty svg heavy and uh, the day of the site though they we release a uh, a a live version of the conference so once conferences go in session we switch the domain over to this live site which basically pulls for the hashtag acr 2016 uh and and pulls instagram and twitter and puts them onto this one page so you can basically kind of follow along a news feed and it's in the same theme, so you end up with these really cool-looking sites that show real-time, real-time information, and it's really fun. And uh, this year, uh, I'm writing it in Ember, and I have like two days to do it, but I got most of it done on Friday. Uh, but it's uh, it's going to be really cool. And one of the things uh, we're, we're using some technology that uh, that we've mentioned before on the show, and one of the things is uh, Ember CLI Rails. And uh, I was lucky enough to get to talk and have lunch with uh, Sean Doyle at EmberConf, who's been doing a lot of the the work um, on Ember CLI Rails um, since ThoughtBot took it over. And yeah, it's an amazing tool. It's It gives you this ability to do smoke testing, uh, really helps separate the front end from the back end. It was really great. Yeah, we've had a few projects, uh, client projects on Ember CLI Rails, and uh, it was a kind of messy experience in the beginning, uh, but Sean has really kind of increased that air gap between Rails and Ember so that you're using more Ember CLI and you're using... You're using the add-ons like they're supposed to be used and serving Ember in in a in a kind of more uh, standard way. It's, it's become a lot easier to use. So you know, thanks thanks to Sean for you know keeping that up to date and kind of uh, rolling with with Ember. Yeah, yeah, and it's really great. I think the big thing was, was switching from in, including the resources or the asset tags um, with a little Rails helper into a Rails view to basically pushing that all the way out to the route layer. So now you just say Ember app and then give it a path to your Ember app. And then anytime, like the router, the Rails router will intercept and serve the index.html at that point. So you really push it all the way back. And then all of your assets and all of that stuff happens in Ember CLI. And that's uh, that's a really good separation, I think. Uh, it's really like something that didn't become apparent until after we've experienced a lot of the pain around like things like content for head because we weren't actually serving the index page. There was no way for add-ons to hook into um, inserting. Certain add-ons needed to you know, inject uh, meta tags or something into the head of the document. And it was impossible because, um, you, well, it's not impossible. You just had to do it in the rail side. And that was really messy. So there was a lot of split concerns and assets were difficult um, as well. So pushing these out further, I think it's been a really cool experience. I Personally, uh, having a lot of involvement at the onset of the project and not so much lately, it's been really cool to see all the pain that we were experiencing kind of like get worked on and get kind of, uh, smoothed out over time. It's been really amazing. So, uh, yeah. So anyways, I'm really excited about pulling the ACR live site together. Uh, ancient city Ruby, uh, is this week. Um, so if you're listening to this on release day, it's two days from now, I want to say if you're in Florida or if you're regional or if you're flying in and you happen to be, uh, looking for something to do for a couple of days, uh, there are still tickets available. We have a, a coupon code. I believe it's called uh, Ember weekend, uh, all one word. Um, and if you want to, uh, use that, I think that'll get you the early bird rate. Um, but yeah, if you, if you're able to, to come out there, uh, 
um, check it out. If not, be sure to check out the ACR Live site. Keep up to date with what's going on, and I know it's going to be recorded, so you'll see all the stuff online. Yeah, and uh, it's not just Ruby, uh, even though the the title suggests it is. There's a, there's actually an Ember talk by Robert Jackson. Uh, there's a Rust talk. So there's uh, quite a few different languages and things being discussed. It's more of a kind of just like what's out there in, in the kind of web development arena right now. Yeah, it's going to be really great. And it's always, it's always a really fun conference too. So um, yeah, so keep an eye out. So Brian Cardarella put up a really good blog post about kind of like a what it was like, you know, and the experience at EmberConf, not necessarily a recap of all the talks, but just kind of like what it was like to be, you know, part of the community at EmberConf and how great that feels. Yeah, um, I think, you know, I just want to go over a few of the main points uh, in it. Uh, one of the things was uh, Tom, and he basically said, you know, his favorite talk, uh, he was in the hallway track, similar to where I was at. I was just going around the hallway track as well. Um, but one of the talks that he that really resonated was the Tom and Yehuda talk, uh, basically saying that over the next year, um, the things outlined in that talk are going to play out to make Ember uh, the best place for progressive web applications. Uh, the, the motto there was an SDK for the web which I think is a really powerful idea. And uh, it's really cool to kind of see that, you know, I was also intrigued by this idea as well. So it's kind of cool to see Brian talk about this in his blog post. I definitely see the future of Ember being uh, basically making mobile web stuff work really, really well and make that attainable for everybody. So I'm, I'm really excited about that for sure. So if you're catching this podcast on release day, then it's Monday, April the 4th. And that means that tonight there is a global Ember meetup that is the recap of EmberConf. So don't miss that. Uh, it's great to actually be in the the live meetup because you get to you know ask questions and you know see things as they roll in. There's a few great speakers. Uh, one of them is uh, Nathan Hammond, who's speaking about uh, Ember subteams. Yeah, um, I'm really excited. Uh, I'm really excited about the the recap in general. Um, uh, we 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 actually met with Nathan um, a couple times. Uh, he's he's a super fun guy. So yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm really excited about this. If uh, if you so we we mentioned that it's uh, it's going to be airing live on Monday. But all of the Global Ember meetups are recorded and then put onto Vimeo uh, at a later date. So if you catch this and it's past the, the 4th uh, of April, 20, what year 16. is this? 16? What year is this? Yeah, what year is this? Then uh, be sure to check out the Global Ember meetup Vimeo. It'll likely be up there. Uh, they do a really great job of making sure all the resources and the knowledge that are, are shared at the Ember Global meetup are put into an easily accessible way. So if you can make it, it's really fun. Yeah, and the, the kind of theme this year um, is that it's all of the different meetups. So, uh, you know, like I think, you know, Amberjacks, there's a bunch of others. I can't remember all of them, but it's basically all of them are uh, are getting involved with this and um, doing kind of like a, a rebroadcast of this Ember uh, uh, meetup or a live broadcast. Um, and they're all just, you know, being a part of it. So it should be a pretty, pretty big turnout. Um, so it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, and be sure to check your local Ember meetup and see if they're uh, if they're participating. And if they are, maybe uh, maybe sit in and uh, you can have discussion and probably some free pizza. So with EmberConf, there's obviously a ton of uh, resources that are kind of scattered throughout uh, the conference. And uh, with the multi-track, it's really hard to keep track of all this stuff. Um, but Lauren Tan uh, actually created a link collection. Uh, from all of EmberConf, and it's actually, like, it's really exhaustive. So I definitely recommend that you bookmark it, uh, check it out. Um, I think the the spots where it says TBA are going to be filled in, in at a later date, uh, specifically with regard to, like, videos and slides. Um, so as new information comes rolling in, that document will likely be updated. So I was really impressed with how, like I said, how exhaustive this was. So, uh, yeah, be sure to bookmark it and, uh, and check it out. There's a ton of great uh, information there. So, um, yeah. 
I, I, I definitely think it's worth your time to take a look at it. And the last thing we wanted to mention was that uh, we bumped into Ricardo Mendez, who we've actually mentioned a few times, and uh, you know he's helped us out in the Ember Community Slack help channel a few times. Yeah, he's he's locks. Yeah, so if you don't know who Ricardo Mendez is, you probably know who Locks is. Yeah, the um, guy who doesn't sleep and helps everyone with everything. Uh, yeah, so he um, he introduced himself. We I didn't quite I didn't know who he was. Um, we had a great conversation, and then I went to go introduce him to someone, uh, and he introduced himself as Locks, and then all of a sudden I knew way more about him than I did you know five <laughs> seconds ago. Uh, so it was uh, it was really great. I love those little kind of experiences where you. You get it, you 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 meet someone you know fresh. You, all you know is that you both like Ember, um, have a great conversation, and then you realize who they are, and all of a sudden your brain gets flooded with like you're like oh you, know, you helped me with X and Y and yeah, oh I and, saw you mention mentioning you know this thing or that thing. It's super fun. That is actually a really cool experience, and that happened constantly. That wasn't just like this. It was like no, yeah, constantly. there was. I actually saw that happen to to, to Tom Dale one time. Um, so I was I was sitting there when somebody introduced himself and Tom Dale. Uh, didn't recognize him, and then he said his screen name, and Tom Dale was like, "Oh, okay, I now I know you now." Yeah, so it was great. Um, but uh, so Ricardo is working on the translation of the docs, um, and not just uh, you know data entry kind of stuff. This is like there's a whole bunch of technical concerns about you know diffing the changes that happen with Ember and what has to happen in all of these different languages, and and he needs a lot of help. Not only does he need translation, but he needs you know just technical help. Um, so if you're if you're interested in helping him out. Uh, you know, ping him on uh, Ember Community Slack uh, at Locks, um, and you know I'm sure he'd be happy to you know help you get set up and um, give you some tasks because he has a ton of work. He was working the entire time. Every time I saw him, he was he looked like he was just barely taking a break before he jumped back into it. Yeah, and and with regard to this translation um, stuff, I think that the the technical implications are sometimes just glossed over. You're like, oh, it's going to be just you need some people who speak different languages and help me translate or whatever. But there's actually like versioning concerns, and it's actually a really uh, dynamic problem that requires a lot of thought to to keep it all kind of in sync and and you know like approachable to people so it's it's a ton of organizational effort and also a ton of work so if you uh, if you're able uh, to contribute because you know a language or whatever or because you want to help with the technical technical challenges um, definitely reach out thanks for listening to ember weekend if you'd like to follow along visit us at emberweekend.com or you can find us at ember weekend all one word on twitter or subscribe via rss I'm Chase McCarthy. And I'm Jonathan Jackson. And we'll see you next weekend.